Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. There we go. Yo, what up, though, BTP fans and supporters? This is your host, Mitchell Brock. I'm here with the great sports Morpheus and the crew as usual. And we are here for episode five of this season of BTP Sports Talk after further review. So let's go ahead and, well, I was going to go a different direction, but I think I know where he wants to start at. I'm just being, I'm just being <laughs> subtle, you know, just, you know. Not so subtle. Just a subtle reminder of who eliminated the number one seed, the so-called favorite Arizona Wildcats. So, and look, check it out. Didn't just win the game, hammered them boys. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just choked them out. Yes. So, as we know, the University of Houston Cougars, and y'all, y'all know I'm a step cougar. Ain't, ain't, ain't no hate. Defeated the number one seed in their region, the Arizona Wildcats, by a final score of seventy-two to sixty. And it wasn't like they, you know, it was a good game and they went back and forth. No, 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 no. Them Cougs dominated from the opening whistle to the final whistle. Talk mm-hmm. about it, Lurch. From the time that they dried off with towels in, in the in the in the shower and hit the floor, <laughs> U of H was in control of the whole game. Yep. They they literally never lit, uh fell behind the entire game. They're not even two zero. It was wire to wire, right? Right. Yeah. Wire to wire. Yep. Uh, defense, 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 defense. I think they sat back and they saw the opportunities that would present themselves. Because to be honest, TCU really should have finished them off anyway. I didn't see that game. TCU had Arizona on the ropes anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we yeah. just came and finished them off. So we watched their film and said, okay, they can't handle the jab. So we're just going to keep punching them in the mouth yep. over and over and over again. So uh, control defense, uh, very efficient game, excellent point guard play. Which is something we haven't had, right? Now I see it. It seems like every this is a team concept that Coach Sampson has built. Yep. You go with the hot hand, and uh, my man She was just what on another level. Uh, so he took control of the game. Everybody said, "Okay, this is your game." Next time it might be Fabian White. So um, they went with what works, and it worked, and they executed. That's the number one thing is the execution. So. That what is what I think favors them going forward. Right. Um, not going to count chickens before they hatch, but I think we they got an excellent chance against Villanova tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, moving forward from there, you know, it doesn't matter who who they match up. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a hard pro, a, a tough out when they when they deal with U of H. Yeah, and see, and like we were talking about before we went live, um, and I'm still representing. Don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'm, I, hey, look, here's the thing, and as we told y'all last week. If we would have gotten it done against Villanova, we would have been the matchup. We would have been playing U of H yes. in the uh, Elite Eight. Yeah. So, my bad, bro. I'm apologize hey. on the air for us we not did getting our it part, done. Though. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all, y'all, it's just like the, the football year. Yeah. Remember the year y'all supposed to we beat us in the Sugar Bowl and y'all lost to uh, Southern Miss. Yep. So, yep. Like, we even now. We supposed right. to meet y'all. Y'all right. supposed to meet us in the Sugar we Bowl. We owed y'all one. Now you owe us one. Right. So, we even. So, one of these time we going to meet. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey, volleyball. You vacation hockey? Uh nope. Okay. This Texas, man. It's oh. too damn hot for hockey. <laughs> right. Ice gonna melt. We got like we got like a sweet iced tea team or something. Like <laughs> it's too damn hot for hockey there. <laughs> ice of milk. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they first put the uh the Florida Panthers in Florida, they had problems with the ice melting. Yep. They had to like do something special like, and have the like, arena, uh, like have additional um uh, elements of yeah, uh, the ground the to I- keep the ice. The humidity would right. melt. I mean right. the ice would the humidity would melt the ice, right. but right. 
Yeah, we'll we'll meet up. Uh, women's volleyball. I don't something. care what it is. We gonna meet one day. Right. Thumb wrestling. Something. Right. <laughs> but and here's the thing about it. You know, my Wolverines lost to Villanova, mm-hmm. which is who U of H is playing. Mm-hmm. And as again, as we were talking about on the uh, before we went on the air, I think U of H has a great chance against Villanova because mm-hmm. as you could see, Villanova plays a lot of small ball. Right. Now they're fast, they're quick, they can shoot. Right. But U of H has got them big dogs. Yes. Because you saw our big guy Dickinson, they really struggled with our bigs down yes. low. We just couldn't finish. Right. We, we was getting him the ball. He was just blowing the bunnies. Right. And not only does U of H have big guys, they got big boys that can run the floor, like right. you said earlier. Right. So the, the transition defense yep. is excellent. You saw Arizona, they tried to speed the tempo up at the beginning of the second half, and you know, U of H like, okay, no problem. Whoop, whoop. We'll yep. crank it up too. Yep. So they're able to match the intensity, and then we have some excellent perimeter defenders. Yes. Individually and collectively as a unit. Y'all guards Every, are big, too. guards are they're, – they're, they're aggressive. Mm-hmm. They, they like to get to the ball. They like to ter- create turnovers. They create pressure from, from, you know, the full length of the court. Yep. So I think it favors U of H, you know, from, from that perspective. And everybody – I mean, like, even the tall boys try to get rebounds, man. Like, <laughs> that's, he, they are so aggressive. hungry and yep. aggressive on the boards. Even if they're not shooting well, they're able to position themselves to score just about second chance opportunities. Right. They probably out of the remaining tournament teams, they're probably the best at that. Oh, no, it's no I don't question. Even need to look at the stats. No. their offensive rebounding is just off the chain yep. because they they, they they collectively they fight so hard to get to the ball. Yep, like you said, it's hunger because yep. you can't coach aggression or aggressiveness. Right. You can't coach. Re- it's like Dennis Rodman. You couldn't coach that, right? He, I mean, they just want it, and, right. and you can see it. It's it's a look, it's a swag, right? It's a combination of hunger mm-hmm. and swag. Mm-hmm. Like we want, it's like we want this bad, and when you look at us, you see it, right? That's and, what that's what I see out of you. And every player matters. Like our shooting guard got into early foul trouble, yep. got three fouls in the first half, and they interviewed Coach Sampson at halftime. He's like, "I'm gonna stick with my freshman. I ain't got nobody else." But you know, we'll be next okay. man up, we'll be okay. And sure, he went out there and did. He was lights out. He yep. was he was excellent, just from from wire to wire. Yeah, they, these kids they want it, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going down tonight, man. I don't I don't know where I'm gonna be, but I'm gonna be somewhere watching it. And you, you know, we got to tell the story. Mm-hmm. We got to tell the U of H story. Mm-hmm. So those of us, those of you guys who've been following us for a while, you know. But we got a lot of new followers, a lot of new listeners. You know that I am what's dubbed a step coop, and I'm gonna tell you why. And we say it all the time. The two entities and people that we give credit for helping BTP Sports become what it is today is, number one, the Houston Texans Mm -hmm. and Kevin Cooper. Mm -hmm. And I told you a couple of weeks ago. So my wife was showing me something um, on Facebook. Now, let me first tell you who Kevin Cooper is. Kevin Cooper is the – he used to be the SID for the Houston Texans, the person the, the, that – The media director. Media director. Media I'm thinking director, college. Right. The SID yeah. is college. The media right. director for the Houston Texans. Right. He's the guy who gives out the credentials. His Every credential went across his desk. Right. So Kevin Cooper saw us and was like, man, who are – everything the Texans did, we were there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, who are these two guys? Mm-hmm. He walked up to us. And he gave us full season credentials. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Cooper was our in into the NFL. Mm-hmm. So a couple of weeks ago, my wife was showing me something on Facebook on her phone, and I saw a mutual friend Kevin Cooper. I said, Kevin Cooper. I said, How you know Coop? Coop. Yeah, I went to school with Coop. I, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> now I just met my wife five years ago. 
We met Kevin Cooper eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Kevin Cooper was the one that put us on with the NFL mm-hmm. and find out my wife went to high school with him. Mm-hmm. What are the odds, man? Mm-hmm. If you don't believe that God has got his hands on his company, it's, it's something, something wrong, wrong with, with you. you. Now, nah, to you of H, you of H and Kevin, um, uh, Dave Bassity, mm-hmm. Dave Bassity and the U of H was the very first university to mm-hmm. give us full access season credentials. Yes. And from that point on, that was our end into college football. Right. And you know, this platform was built on the NFL and, and college, college football. football. So those two entities, U right. of H, that's why I rock with U of H because they yep. put us on. And one of the reasons we sit here today, right? Shout uh, out to Dave. Who's now the uh, media director for the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, that's our U of H spill. So let's go on to the other Sweet 16 games. Of course, we talked about my Wolverines, man. We, we know why we lost. We had yeah. we had Villanova. Had we had them. With man. like three minutes to go, we hit a trade to take man. the lead. And then we just went cold. We had like a four or five minute stretch where we couldn't. It's like we were shooting on carnival rims. Reminds man. me of the great uh, Coach uh, Denny Green speech. They are who we thought they were. We had them on the hook and we let them go. Let them go. Let them go. go. Villanova was not overly impressive. Nope. That was my first time seeing them play a full game in the tournament. Right, right. And I was watching the game, and I'm like, we're not even playing well. Right. And we are still in the game. Mm-hmm. We just missed so many bunnies. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go to the – but, hey, still represent, mm-hmm. baby. So um, – They'll be back, Coach Howard. Man. Oh, for sure. Man, y'all give, give Coach Coach Juwan Howard his flowers. Man. Yes. Like – for him to go through all the adversity he went through with that team, especially at the end of the season, mm-hmm. and to take them and keep those guys focused and get them all the way to the Sweet 16, yep, bravo, brother. Yep, and, it's and only going to get better from here. You got a young group, and uh, those guys are going to continue to do to you know they they're following his lead, and he's going to take them to, to, to great heights. So let let's start with this. Let let's go back to and you may or may not know this because me being a kind of a Michigan insider. There were a lot of alumni and boosters that didn't like the hire to begin with. Really. Because you know what the Fab Five went through. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jawan Howard being one of the Fab Five. Right, right. You know what they went through. Right. They when you know the, the Fab Five for you young cats. Go watch that Fab Five documentary. Right. The Fab Five changed the culture of, of college of, of college basketball. Right. The Fab Five. You know how everybody wearing black socks now mm-hmm. and black shoes. Mm-hmm. They were the first. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought, oh, the Chicago Bulls in nineteen ninety eight. No, they wear it was Michigan. They wear black right. shoes in the playoffs. Right. The Fab Five was the first team to wear black shoes and black socks. Right. Oh, Michael Jordan started with the baggy shorts. No, oh, that was didn't. them. They were shorts over their kneecaps. Yes. Yeah. My, Michael Jordan didn't start Jaylen wearing. Jalen Rose and Jaylen Chris Rose started Weber it. And, and what up, though, Jay? Yep. Jay is my guy. We grew up three blocks away from each other. We from the same hood. Yep. So um, the Fab Five started that. The Fab Five started the baggy shorts. The Fab Five was the first college team or yeah, college team to say, we're not going to advertise until you pay us. Mm-hmm. Remember the year in the mm-hmm. tournament, they went with the plain blue T-shirts? Right. Chris Weber said, I walked past a, a store in Ann Arbor, and I saw my jersey. Mich- of course, they didn't have the name on it, but it said Michigan 4. In 1991, if you we see all a, know who today in right. 2022. We all know who number four for Michigan If you is. see a number four Michigan jersey, you know, know who it is. is. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. At that moment, he said, I can't afford my own jersey. He mm-hmm. said, at that moment, we're not advertising for the university. They start wearing plain blue T-shirts in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, shout out. So, a lot of the alumni didn't like the Jawan Howard hire because he's associated to that. Mm-hmm. He's taking us to the Elite Eight. He's taking us to the Final Four. He's taking us to the championship. Who We lost to Villanova right. in the championship. So, 
haters. Mm-hmm. But um, another big upset, Arkansas, mm. the Arkansas Razorbacks took down Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. So is we, Gonzaga another? We, we are who they thought they were. tell y'all about those rankings. Those numbers do not matter. And the further and further you go in this tournament, the closer and closer the competition gets, man. Yep. We told y'all. The rankings are just a, a, a wild, I say an uneducated guess. Because you look, you got all the sports writers are the ones who, you know, come up with these rankings. You know what I'm saying? They have a panel that they put together and say, okay, here's how we're going to rank the team. They have a committee. They're just making a wild guess. And most of these folks are just never looking at stats and stuff like that. They never actually watch the games. A lot of these teams, they have no damn idea who they are, no no, no idea who the, the players are. So um, that's how they, they guess to make these rankings. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a, a clue as to how to actually, you know, scale, put these teams on an even scale because, they, you know, say they don't they don't have time or the resources to do that kind of research. Nope. So it's just when you see those rankings, it's, that's their estimated guess. This it's like guy, a rain forecast. This guy right here. He's a, a pro football writers association mm-hmm. and all these different voting panels. Mm-hmm. He watches film. Mm-hmm. He'll I, can I shut tell, down for the weekend. I can't tell you how many times he done hit me up and like, hey, what you think? This, this is my list of who I'm gonna vote for. What you think? Mm-hmm. He actually does the research. Mm-hmm. He don't just pick who he like. He don't pick who got the best stats. Mm-hmm. He looks at what they've done. Right. That's how you're supposed to do it. a lot. And right. Because we played the game. A lot right. of these guys that that vote. Ain't never even played basketball. Right. They don't know what it's like out there. Right. And prime example of that is this St. Peter's team. Mm-hmm. Now, we know the Cinderella thing. Mm-hmm. Cinderella, my behind. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, they got hot at the right moment. Ain't no, they've had an easy road. They've knocked off Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Round one, mm-hmm. they knocked off Murray State, who was like a seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And then they just knocked down Purdue. Purdue. And the Purdue game was the first game I watched the entire game. The boys can play. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, oh, they, no, no, no. They mm-hmm. can play. Mm-hmm. And they play small ball. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about St. Peter's? Yeah, they are just uh, energetic, uh, fast-paced. They they got a, a system that works. Right. They got a system that works. And, again, they're one of those aggressive teams. You can tell that coach preaches fundamental basketball because mm-hmm. they are so fundamentally sound. Yep. And that I think that's one of the things that sets them apart is that they do not make a lot of mistakes. No, they don't. They don't. No. Nope. They're very well coached. They're disciplined. They're hungry. They're aggressive. They mm-hmm. they are a a very tough team. Mentally tough. They got yeah. grit. Yep. That's 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 hard to teach. Yep. And and their their coach is of course uh, legendary Seton Hall guard Shaheen Holloway, mm-hmm. and he summed up his team perfectly at the end of the game when he said. I just got a bunch of guys who play basketball. I got a bunch of guys who just play basketball, mm-hmm. and that's it. They don't. They don't run sets. Right. They don't do all this. They just. They just out there hooping, but and it works. People always follow the brand names, and they, they forget us old heads. Remember, Gonzaga used to be the quote unquote Cinderella. Yep. Nobody heard about no damn Gonzaga back Me, in the nineties. Butler? Yeah, Butler. Yeah, nobody heard of uh-huh. them before. Oh, uh, John Stockton and all of that. And then after John Stockton, it right. wasn't nothing until what Adam Morrison, right? Right. You know, so so again, those numbers mean absolutely nothing. They're all there. They are in that bracket. They got a shot. Yep. Everybody. Hey, punchers got a chance. Mm-hmm. Punchers got a chance. So um, and of course, as we know, this is um, Coach K's final season mm-hmm. and he's still in it. 
he beat uh, Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, U of H lost to Baylor in the Final Four last year. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, in-state rival, kind of, sort of. We almost had it again. Mm-hmm. We almost had it again, but Texas Tech couldn't get it done against Duke. So, And like I said before we went on the air, I ain't going to lie to you. Of course, I'm rocking with U of H now that my Wolverines are out of it. But if U of H don't get it done tonight, I want to see North Carolina and Duke in the championship. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. If you grew up watching college basketball, right. 80s, 90s, 2000s. That it was is, Duke and North Carolina. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Forth. So what better way for Coach K to go out than to play his arch nemesis? Yes, I know. Oh, ain't nothing like that text. To say some money, just hit the bank. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, but what better way for Coach K to go out than to play his arch nemesis mm-hmm. in the championship? Mm-hmm. Excellent story. Storybook in into a storybook career. Because yep. Coach K is – he's he got to be in the conversation. Top, top five, top three for sure. I, uh, I only got him behind John Wooden. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you, I can't think of another college his, coach. His longevity, I think, puts him past Dean mm-hmm. Smith. So, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. 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 I, I, I got him and Dean Smith probably two and two A. Right. E- right. Either one, I, right. could, I couldn't argue with either right. one. Right. So, um, uh, Iowa State and Miami. That, mm. Miami was a 10. Yeah. And, and you got a 10 versus an 11. Yeah. I, I, well, again, we told y'all, those numbers don't matter. Yep. It don't matter. Yep. And it was a hell of a game. Yeah. I mean, the final score was 70 to 56. Yeah. But if you watched it, Miami got hot in like the last two minutes. Going like two minutes in, Miami was only up like six. And both of those teams are tough. Yes. They both won uh, very good. They won matchup against very good teams. Yep. We keep trying to tell you. I, we sound like Lauren Hill. It doesn't even Didn't matter. matter. <laughs> okay. Yep. Stop looking at the freaking seeds, man. It's, it that does it doesn't matter. Yep, it's it's matchups, like you said. Matchups, it's matchups. Yeah. They were those teams were almost mirror images of each other. Right. And then the other Sweet Sixteen game, Kansas and Providence, mm. which don't did, sleep on Providence like, either. Well, they they lost. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> they lost, but but you know you couldn't sleep on them. No, you know, it no. was that was also a tight. You know, it was a tight game, but game, you know, five point game. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The day of the day of tier one programs dominating is over. Yep, like over. we like we talked about last week. Back when we were coming up, it was Duke, Carolina, Kansas. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was those four. Mm-hmm. It's like you, Duke, Carolina, Kansas, or Kentucky. And for a little while, it was like UConn and. Uh, I think Cincinnati stuck yeah. a one or yeah. two out of there. Well, I'm talking yeah. about like winning the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it didn't matter what bracket they were right. in. It didn't matter who right. they played. Or like that UNLV team that was just ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> Duke ran them off the Man. court, though. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Except that one game. But other than that, they well, were the ridiculous. championship, yeah, yeah. they ran, they ran yeah. us off the court. Yeah. I mean, Duke. Man, people be sleeping on old school dudes. Yeah. Like, they were boring. Right. But those dudes could play, man. man. Yeah. Christian Leitner, Grant Hill, yeah. all those guys. Shane Battier. Shane Battier. <laughs> Now Shane Battier is from Detroit. Yeah, he went to Detroit Country Day, same high school as Chris Webber. They weren't there at the same time because Battier is older. Right. But I'm sorry, Webb is older. But I saw Shane Battier play in high school. He played, came and played my high school. He's a dog. Bro, He's a dog, man. Shane, <laughs> He's a dog. His NBA career may have been kind of okay, mm-hmm. but Shane Battier was a monster, monster. in mm-hmm. high school and, and college. Oh yeah, in college yeah. he was nasty. Yeah, yeah, he, he was nasty. Man. Yeah, but he got to the NBA. It took him a while to find his niche. He said, "Okay, you know what? 
damn all this. I'm gonna be a defensive specialist and shooter. Yeah, and and, and, a, and a spot up shooter. He was huge for but that. He Miami, would take your best Miami wing Hay player teams? and rock him to sleep. Yep. Yep. You gonna put them handcuffs on your on yep. your best wing player. You, yep. Don't you worry about this. I got him. Yeah, y'all, y'all take care of the other folks. Yep. And yeah. people forget that on those Miami Heat teams with LeBron and D Wade, them championship teams, he was instrumental. Mm-hmm. He hit some clutch, clutch. threes yep. in in those championships. Right. So uh, this this tournament has been wild, man. Um, true, true March Madness. Right. So now the Elite Eight, we got U of H and Villanova. Of course, we already talked about that one. And we got Duke and Arkansas. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a good one. So let, let's let's do some predictions, man. So of course we ain't got to do U of H Villanova. We we already know. I think we I think we know who I'm going with. Of course, of course. <laughs> Same here, baby. Let's go, Cougs. Arkansas Duke. Who you got? Uh, gotta go Duke. Um, Arkansas is they're, they're a very up tempo team. They they got an attitude, a little chip on their yeah, shoulder. Yeah, they do. It only takes you so far, though, man. I yeah. just think that. I don't think the the matchups are are favorable to them. Mm-hmm. I think Duke's just got too much firepower for them. Yeah, I think I think for the, kind of the same reasons. Yeah. Uh, Duke, I think Duke is too fast for them. Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, they got some dogs, but Duke, those boys get up and down the court. They got the they got the dogs that eat dogs. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they got the dog. Arkansas yeah. is dogs, but they got the big dogs. So yeah. yeah, I'm rocking with the Dukies as well. Yeah, and that's uh, the Duke Blue Devils. Right. I said the Duke Blue Devils. The Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> Those of you who know, this man struggled with just saying the name of the team. Just go to our YouTube page. We should have had Q put that one One of the up, most man. hilarious I, I highlights ever, that. man. Like, seriously. So I'll tell y'all the story real quick. <laughs> so, and I'm uh, y'all can tell I'm a little bit under weather now. I've been a little bit under weather this week. Uh, when the Elite Eight was here some years back, Duke was here, and I forgot who they beat. But me, I think it was Gonzaga. They beat Gonzaga. It was Gonzaga. Gonzaga. That's right. Me and Coach Leah, uh, Rich couldn't make that particular day, Mm -hmm. so me and Coach Leah, shout out to Coach Leah, Mm -hmm. uh, went and covered. And um, no, I'm lying. You were on camera that day. Yeah, I was. I was the camera guy. That's right. You were on camera that day. I'm tripping. So me and Coach Leah were there covering, and I was doped up on Cole Medicine. (laughs) I was. I was out of it. Like, well, I don't get sick often, but when I do, it's really bad. And I knew, I'm like, bro, it's the Elite Eight. I got to be ready. So I'm doped up on cold medicine. And for whatever reason, I could not say Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> I kept saying Bluke Do Devils. I, over and over. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I'm quick. I'm quick about what I'm good at what I do. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. I'm good at what I do. I could not say Duke Blue Devils to save my life. So y'all go to our Facebook page a little bit later, and I, I have Lurch put it up, man. It's, it is hilarious. I What was it, like 11 takes? Yeah. And then once I finally said Duke, <laughs> once I finally said Duke Blue Devils right, I messed up another word later and still yeah. had to do yeah. it all over again. You couldn't say defeated. I was high. And y'all know I don't drink and don't smoke. So my tolerance ain't all that great. I was high as a kite, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. But uh, so yeah, I, I got Duke as well. Uh, Miami and Kansas. What you mm. got? Kansas. Yeah. Kansas. Period. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. I mean, if it was a football game, I'm definitely yeah. going Miami. Yeah. But uh, Miami has definitely been playing over the head. I mean, I'm not. I'm not dissing them, but they're yeah. a 10 seed for a reason. Yeah. Um, they've been playing a little bit over their head. So, right. yeah, I think the Kansas is going to be too much. They're a, they're a, they're a low-key. They're, they're one of the ones that I think we could, we could be watching in the championship game, Kansas. 
So yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. matter of fact, if they do make it, we gotta get our friend Demetria Obalor. She's a big time Jayhawker. Sure, we definitely gotta get her on because I know she's gonna be talking mad trash about the Jayhawks. So. Wait, 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 wait. What if U of H plays Kansas in the championship? We mm. Demetria. Hey, we gotta get you. We're on. sending this to you. We, we gotta get you on. Yeah. And a shout out to Demetria, man. Yeah. She's so dope, cool as man. a fan. So so dope, man. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, she chopped it up with us at the um, y'all, you guys saw it at the uh, radio row. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we agree that Kansas will take that one. Yeah. Um, now here's the interesting one: Carolina, Uh-oh. Carolina, St. Peter's. What you got? Do you know I'm a big Tom Rocky fan? We, we both are. I, we both are, and I am. I am truly, truly, truly appreciative and grateful about the underdog story. This is the one where Rocky gets knocked out. I'm, I'm sorry. This is the one where this the first fight the with Clever Lane. Yeah, and it ain't no second fight. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry, man. I, 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 great run. Uh, we we talked about this off camera. Like, and I'm glad this is going to be a financial boost to their program mm-hmm. because these guys were so their program has so little funding. They went home and came back because they couldn't afford the hotels. Yep. So that, that tells you about the struggle of that program. Um, this is going to put them on the map. They're going to get sponsorships now. Um, they're going to have funding for their program moving forward. So this is a great thing for them. Congratulations, you guys, on a great season. Get all the way to the, you know, this far in the tournament to the Elite Eight is is very special. But yeah, you got too much of a mountain to climb. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I would now. I wasn't. Sh- uh, I was surprised, but not shocked per se about the other games that they won. Yeah, this is a this is a mountain. Yeah, a mountain right here. Yeah, and, and like North I, Carolina, man. Ooh. And um, I can't think of his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. But big boy with the beard. Yeah, with the big red right. beard. Monster. Uh, monster. That's going to be their problem yeah. because I don't think they got nobody. I mean, right. now they beat Purdue, who has that seven foot four, seven foot five right. dude, and they still won. So. Right. But this dude is like a baby shack or something. Mm. Like I, you see that tip he had yeah. last night. That tip dunk. Like he barely leaves his feet to dunk the basketball. Yeah, like, yeah, he's one of those jolly green giant, those big country corn fed, cornbread fed, just like almost like God just just say, you know, then put a little extra sauce on this. Yeah, one. yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think um, St. Peter's they they play small ball again. Yeah. They they, that, they play bad, almost. That's a bad look because yeah, they're not getting nothing in the paint. No, no, you no. ain't getting the rebounds. You know. Unless they shoot three pointers at like a sixty five percent clip or something, that's, yeah, that, that's the only chance. The only chance they got. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, St. Peter's uh, underdog had a great run, great run, but I do think we know who you are now yeah, for sure. I yeah. didn't. Even, I didn't. I didn't even know where St. Peter's was. Right, it's in Jersey. I, right. I had to look it up. Like St. Right. Peter's, where are they from? Right. When they beat Kentucky, I was like, oh, okay, right. That's that. It's one every year. Right. It's one every year. Uh, a lower seed knocks off a number one. Right. And I was like, okay, that's the one for this year. Right. I didn't expect these guys the one to one still be going. Like, yeah, like, you oh, had to okay. go back on your break. Oh, I forgot about that one. Right. St. Peter's, man, they having a fish fry or something? Yeah. Who was that? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, but but then when they beat Murray State, we were like, hmm, okay, well, it's Murray State. Right. All right, I mean, John Moran ain't there no more. Right. Then they beat Purdue, and I'm like, now me, I'm a Big Ten guy. Right. So I've watched Purdue play this year, and I know what Purdue can do. Right. And, um, that was off the dome. I I know what Pert can do. Purdue can do. So, um, yeah, I'm like, okay, these boys are for real. Mm-hmm. So, but 
that small ball ain't gonna work against Carolina. No. Man. You know, so um, yeah. So I, I think we've got the final four set. We're going U of H, mm-hmm. Duke, mm-hmm. Kansas, and UNC. That would be and, and that's and let's not sleep now. U of H had some great basketball runs. Right. To go back to the eighties. Right. With uh Fire Slamma Jamma. Fire Slamma Jamma, Drexler, um Akeem, Akeem and what's the one that passed recently? A uh, fight fight slamma jamma. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So Y'all know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then of course U of H went to the Final Four last year. Yep. Uh Elite Eight the year before that. Mm-hmm. So they they've been they've been And this is without two starters. Right. Though. Right. And we got a five star power forward that's coming, coming in. Next year. Yes. It's yes. only gonna get better. Yes. So I mean Coach I, I think, Sampson is under contract till I don't know the next. Till he time. dies, right? He's going away. And then when his son is going to take over when he's done. Yep, he's assistant now. He's assistant coach. Yep. So y'all, you don't like U of H? It's going to be some tough times for you, man. I don't know what to tell you. You're going you're gonna to be sick of here, U of H. Yep. So I think that's the final four we got set. Yeah. So did you ever think? I'm asking you, and I'm asking our viewers. Did you ever think you would see a BTP sports show that spends literally the first half of the show talking about basketball? Nope. Did you, did you ever think that? Nope. But never imagined. It. Hey, but never we, say never. We halfway through and we just talked college basketball for literally thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, now that we got that out the way, Thundercats hold. Let's talk about what we really do here. <laughs> let's talk some football. So, of course, the biggest listen, and like I said on our Instagram. This had, well, really all of our platforms, this has been hands down the most crazy, crazy. NFL offseason in, that I can remember. History. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, free agency just got big in what, like maybe the 90s, mm-hmm. late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. This has hands down been the craziest um, offseason. The entire offseason, yeah. It's been crazy. Right. A lot of big trades. And we haven't gotten to the draft and, yet. Right. We ain't got to the draft yet. A lot of these teams are waiting to see who they get in the draft. To decide what they're going to do. Right. Like, for instance, I feel like uh, Cleveland is waiting for the draft to see what they're going to do with Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the big news, this I think that at the histamine is wearing off, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> the biggest news was Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, is headed to the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Man, it's like the end of an era. Um I think he took his best shot at trying to do something with the Falcons. They just never really gave him the full compliment. Like he always had something. Like they had good defense one year, no offense. Okay, they finally get their hands on Todd Gurley. They get their hands on uh, Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Then the defense falls apart. It's just always something with them, man. So he's had a long career. Uh borderline maybe Don't you say it. Maybe. Don't you long shot, maybe. At what? Maybe. At what? HOF. Maybe. Don't you? Maybe. Maybe. If, really? but if he somehow has like a like a rich Gannon late late <laughs> career run, wow, he gonna have to do something special with the coach if he wants to enter the conversation. They got a team. They got they got a team though. They, they got arguably they got the best a running back. Very in the weak division. Yeah. It's the Colts and the Titans. Yeah. Let's be honest. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can take the guys in the studio right now. We can beat the Texans and the, the Jaguars. Mm, but, yeah. But there's no, no issues there. Um, so, 
Let, let's see here. Since you said that, it, it's it's debatable. It's, I, I think it's, he would have to wait behind a hell of a lot of guys. He'll be really old, but you know maybe if there's like if lightning strikes and there's like a not a, not a lot of good quarterbacks in the pool at that time. A he week, might a week a week quarterback a week year quarterback because they got to have a quarterback yeah. every right. year. I don't think is it's not a quarterback going in this year, is it? Uh, I'll look it up after this, but one. I don't think the yeah. quarterback is going in right. this year. Or oh, you pull it up for me real quick right. while I while I do this. Right. So let's talk about Matt Ryan's resume. Of course, the MVP 2016 the year they lost to the Pats in the Super Bowl. Uh, Four time Pro Bowl, uh, All Pro once. Of course, that same year, passing leader, it uh, completion percentage leader 2012 uh, All Rookie Team 08 Burt Bell Award 2016. It sounds to me like he just had one hell of a year because all of his most of his attributes came in that one season. So, um, and you're right, there is no quarterback. In I didn't think draft. so. That's odd. I didn't think so. Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't think so. Um, let's see, he's got ninety four percent passer rating. He'll hit sixty thousand yards he's right got now. His stats, yeah, he's got fifty nine seventy five. His Wow, his TD to interception ratio was impressive. Three sixty seven right. to one seventy. That, that ain't stats. bad. Um, I kind of, I kind of turned my eye away from yards because when you when you compare it in relative terms to the guys that's in there, it's, it's going to be skewed because we're in a passing era, now. right? And a lot of it is racked too. Right. I mean, you could he could throw a quarterback, I mean, a, a wide receiver screen, right. and the guy takes it 40, 50 yards, right? Right. You know, and that's a perfect segue. Speaking of wide receiver screens. The second biggest news in this year's, uh, this week, I should say, is Tyreek Hill. The cheetah. The cheetah mm-hmm. got traded to the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Crazy, but I think that the Chiefs just gave up on him, you know, trying to negotiate his salary. And they said, okay, the hell with it. Um, we're not going to continue to have him just grown around here. Mm-hmm. We know that we're not going to be able to do a contract extension. We're going to lose him in free agency anyway. Let's right. just go ahead and. Punt the football, get something for him, and they got a lot for him, bro. Um, but for that offense, though, that's a huge, that's a huge loss, mm-hmm. man. Huge loss. Like you don't replace that kind of guy. No, and he's he's still in his prime. Yeah, still yeah, he ain't thirty. Clearly he, in his prime. No, so that Mahomes to to Tyreek Hill connection was special. Yeah, so they're gonna have to get somebody, and I don't know who. I don't think they're gonna go the draft route, or maybe they make a move. And try to get somebody, but they're gonna have to get somebody else because now, if I'm a defense coordinator, I'm like, huh. So uh, you don't have this guy to blow the top off the defense anymore, huh? Yeah, let me just drop that safety yep. down. Mm-hmm. That guy named Kelsey, I want you to, I want you to let's let's, let's focus on. That's him who's going to suffer. That's who's going to suffer. That's who's going to suffer. Right? Because not that Kelsey ain't a dog, right? Because he was a dog he before Tyreek got there, right? But to have Tyreek, like you say, to take the top off the defense, right. that is what allowed Kelsey to stay open mm-hmm. um, underneath. underneath, which right. is where he excels. Right. You know, uh, he's a great run after the catch tight end, big right. guy, fast. But without having the cheetah to stretch that defense, mm-hmm. he's, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. And it's going to hurt Mahomes, too, as you said. Now, right. and, and you kind of touched on it, um, they were unable to get his contract done. It's obviously not a production issue. No. They just gave Patrick Mahomes a billion dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you got. I mean, in all fairness. I mean, you know, hey, he won his coins too. Yeah, yeah. So this but, is the price of success. Yeah. That you know they went to Super Bowl. They went actually went to two one one. Uh, at some point, you're gonna pay the tab for it. Yep. And now they're at the point where you pay the tab for it. So 
you got your ring. This is this here's here's your, you know like you have a meal. The waiter comes over. He, all right, here's the here's the ticket. You look at that bill. You're like, oh, sheesh. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. In the that, that was the reaction the Chiefs had when they saw that tab. You saw how expensive that uh that glass that extra glass of wine it is and that extra uh, steak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that. When you give one player that much money, yeah. it, you're going to suffer all right. over the place. But now, let's flip that. They gave up a lot, but what does that say about the Miami Dolphins, the moves they're making? Because don't forget, they signed Teron Armstead, mm-hmm. who is pro- not probably the best tackle mm-hmm. in free agency this mm-hmm. year. And now they bring in the Cheetah, and they signed uh, Roheem uh, uh, Modert right. from, uh, I can never say that dude's name, man, uh, Mostert. Right, Raheem Mostert, who was the starting running back for the uh, San Francisco 49ers year they went to the Super Bowl and was killing it before he got hurt. Right. So the Dolphins have signed uh, Raheem, mm-hmm. they've signed Armstead, and now they got the Cheetah. And mm-hmm. they, w- they went, look, they missed the playoffs by one game last year. Right. So what does that say about the Miami Dolphins and what they're trying to do? I think they're, they're invested in, into Tua. They're yep. going to give him all the tools he needs. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got, what, two more years on his rookie deal, I believe? Something like that. So they're going to say, okay, look, we got you some pieces, man. Show us something. Yep. Get us to the playoffs. Get us to the second round or something. Because they, they're at the point now where they can start to decide whether or not this is going to be the guy for them moving forward before they pay him. Because if I give you all of this and you still can't do nothing, let's go back yeah. to the drawing board, man. Because yep. you can tell that they their confidence was wavering on him anyway because they were the first team that was tied to Deshaun Watson since day one. Correct. It was clear that, that somebody in that organization wanted Deshaun Watson. Aside from the drama with the women, if not for that, I think Watson would be a Dolphin. Well, I think we might have talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We not Watson wanted to go to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. But then when Brian Flores went to the Steelers, Deshaun Watson was talking about going to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So first we were thinking he just wanted to go play for Miami. Mm-hmm. Now it sounded like he just wanted to go play for Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. Right. So do you think that was it? Or do you think he wanted to go to Miami? Or do you think he wanted to go play with Coach Flores? I think Flores? he wants to go to, 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 to play for Coach Flores. Yeah. 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 So, but the Miami Dolphins. And let's not forget now, they still got Jalen Waddle. Right. And they still got Devontae Parker. Yes. Who was and they hurt just last signed year. Cedric Wilson. And they the got Cowboys. Cedric Wilson. Oh, my yeah. God. Hey. So, but. I like the kid. I think Tua's got a lot of heart. I question whether or not he's got the tools to make it done, though. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. He damn sure don't have a he don't have a gun like 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 Mahomes. Oh no, of course so not. Somebody posted a meme. It's like, yo, they, they had a you know that that meme with the infamous meme with the lady that straining her eyes. And oh yeah. They said that's Tua staring at at um, at the Tyreek Hill sixty yards downfield, knowing damn well you can't get the football to him. Well, I, I don't know, though, but here's the thing. Look at what else they got. Like I said, Jalen Waddle, um, Devontae Parker. Do you think that Tyreek Hill opens the door for those guys to get more catches? I think he does. Yeah. But, um, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to use him in, 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 that, in that offense. So Tyreek Hill is one of those guys where you can't – the Chiefs did it a little bit, but I would do it a whole lot more. You don't just throw him the ball down the field. Yeah, throw you, him in space. Then get, throw him, get him, the, ball, get him right. the ball in space. Right. Um, you, you can run him deep, of right. course. You're going to give him some nines because right. the dude runs a 4-2. Right. So, of course, you'll give him some nines. Right. But he's also 5-9, five 5-10. Right. right. So, those big corners mm-hmm. that he can't outrun, mm-hmm. which ain't ain't many, mm-hmm. there may be some issues. But at the same time, 
He can make some dudes miss. There you go. Yep. Let him. Well, and the Chiefs do it when they need a big punt return right. or a kick return. Yeah. Let him return punts. Let him return. He kicks. had that big one in the playoffs. Sure did. Yeah. They got him in field position in field against a. Uh, was it? It was against Cincinnati. The, Cincinnati. Against yeah, they, they almost they won lost the game, the game because of it. Yeah, but they almost won the game because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know that that's good, Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so you know, run him on the uh, put him in the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let him run some some sweeps, mm-hmm. some uh reverses, right. some wide receiver screens. Right. Just get him the ball Just in get space. Get him the ball in space because he his first step is. I can honestly say that's probably the quickest first step I've ever seen. Yeah. That nobody gets off the blocks like that dude. Yeah. Man. And he's not small. He's short. Right. But, but if you've ever he's, seen him, he's, right. he's built. That's why people are like, oh, just jam him. No. You can't jam him because he ain't, he ain't small. He, he jacked. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult for those those shorter receivers because right now the, proto, the prototype the DB is like 6'1", 6'2". Six, six foot minimum. Or, 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 or you know, 6'1", six, six, 6 to 6'2". Yep. So it's hard for you to get down when his center of gravity is down here. So that that's usually yep. not good for those guys. And when you got a strong, short guy who's quick. That's a, that's a tough matchup. That that was me. Yeah. That was me when I played football. Right. I mean, most guys, you know, 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, linemen, 6'6", 6'5", 6'4", 6'3". I'm 5'11 on a good day. But I'm just as wide and I'm just as strong. So once I get right here, ain't nothing you can do mm-hmm. about it. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. He's stronger than people think, mm-hmm. so he's difficult to jam. Mm-hmm. And once he gets past you, it's, Goodbye. it's, it's curtains. Goodbye. It's curtains. So <laughs> that's going to be interesting to see. Now, um, let's also talk about um, – you brought up the Titans earlier. Mm-hmm. They released Julio Jones, mm-hmm. and they signed Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. So uh, – I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. Yeah. I, 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 th- I still think Julio's functional enough. I know that they're, what they're doing, they try, they're trying to save money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if that's a like-for-like replacement. In, no, in no, that, no, in no, no. No, not even no, close. No. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, Julio, still, he, he can still play. I want to see where, where, where he winds up going. Um. I don't know, man. In the right situation, he's no longer number one guy. No, let's be clear no, about that. No, but he's a he's he reminds me like the last couple of years of Fitzgerald. Like he's mm. he's a functional veteran guy who can catch the football, help move the chains, and you know be productive, be a productive starter as a number two guy or even a number three option type of guy in a system. Three, uh, yeah. Depend. I mean, they spread the ball in these systems nowadays. So I mean, you know. I was thinking more so maybe just a third down guy, red red zone. Yeah, you know it's it's. But I mean, he never was really a big big time red zone guy. But I mean, now though, now he can because be, yeah. I mean, with his size, right, and with his, I mean, he can still get up off the ground, right, and he can still catch the football, right. And of course, he has a difficult time staying healthy. So if he's not a, a number one, right, he's not getting hit as often, right. So I definitely, uh-oh. I think something like. Uh, Maybe if he went to Tampa, he could be like a complimentary guy Ooh. to that group, you know, to to Mike Evans and uh, Godwin, and you know, he can. He, I think he's a he's a complimentary piece, you know, to somebody's team, and with his experience and his ability to catch the football, um, definitely would be a benefit, you know. So I, I think that's I think that's probably off the top of my head is probably the best fit for him is Tampa. So oh, so you got Mike Evans, you got. Um, Godwin, Godwin, mm-hmm. who was out hurt in the mm-hmm. playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Grunk, 
he haven't said yet, but uh, he'll be back. He'll be back because Brady's back. Yeah. How's the live feed, Q? I don't, I don't see it on here. There we go. Okay. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I'm like, what happened to the live feed? No, but we good. We good. Y'all know how we do it here, man. It's just, it is what it is. But um, to go back to uh, Julio Jones, I still think now Hall of Fame. Is Julio Jones Hall of Fame? Definitely. Definitely? Definitely. Hmm. Yeah, you got to look him up. Yeah, you're going to have to look him up. Hall of Fame talent for sure. But you know. The injuries, I think, were go. a problem, but. I think he's done enough. Let's see. Hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two time first team All Pro, three time second, well, five team. It's no first and second team five, All Pro. Five, all Pro is all pro. all pro. Right. Yeah. All Pro is All Pro. Right. Even third team. So five time All Pro, mm-hmm. seven Pro Bowls, two times receiving leader. Oh, there it is. He all made, decade. He made an all decade. All decade. Team. The end. Yeah. You're all decade. You should be in the Hall of Fame within your first three ballots. Unless That's your name is opinion. unless your name is Demarcus Ware, man, man. who made two All Decade teams. You gonna make you gonna make me cuss? I'll say I was. Gonna, I almost went a whole show without cussing. Wow! <laughs> but this is bring the That's, pain. That's bullshit. This man. is yeah. Uh, yeah. This bring bullshit. the pain. Bring the pain. Yeah. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, no and other then, way to say it. And then the disrespectful part is they let somebody who play his same position. And, and no right. disrespect to Richard Seymour. Right. Richard Seymour was a monster. Right. Integral part of those uh, New England Patriots championship teams, a few of them. I think he got three of those. Right. But it's no. Richard Seymour was never the baddest dude in the league. No. Marcus Ware was. Yes. 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 Yeah. Come yeah. On, Disrespectful. Man. And this is, while we got it up, this is a straight defensive class, bro. Mm-hmm. As far as the. Um, Modern day class, mm-hmm. there's only one offensive player. Right. Oh, I'm sorry, two that are going. Yeah, well, you, yeah, Cliff Baselli's, Branch. Baselli's. Yeah, Baselli and Cliff Branch. Right. God, God rest Cliff Branch's soul. Yeah. But you got Leroy Butler, you got Bryant Young, you got Richard Seymour, and the, and the late great Sam Mills. Mm-hmm. So this class is like a lot of defense. So, right. and Bryant. It's, it's sort of a makeup class, too. These guys have all been waiting for a while. That's what I was going to say. And say, okay, your turn. Yep. But at the same time, man, if you got, I mean, I, I always use the analogy of the the coach versus first class uh, scenario. If you got some folks who's been waiting to board the plane and their coach tickets, and the guy first class comes running, and he's late. I still once, I'm sorry, y'all. One second, Mr. First Class guy, come on in. Yep, that's an. <laughs> the Marcus Ware should skip all of them, man. I'm that sorry. is an excellent analogy. That's, that's I mean, sorry. Yeah, he's got a first class ticket, man. Yep. Two all decade teams. Yep. None of y'all got that. And even if you go sit, it's just like a ball. I'll give you another example. It's like a, a ball game. And we used to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up in Detroit, we would, back in like the early, mid-90s, after our 80s runs, the Tigers were horrible. Mm-hmm. You could get, and my boy Sean, I don't know if he watching, the Tiger, you could get into a Detroit Tigers game, bleacher seat, literally for $2.50. Mm. Bleacher seats. We went like every day in the summertime. So what we would do is we would go buy that bleacher seat, and then we go would wind, sit down, and we would be, we would wind up being behind the plate. Yeah. Like the the, the 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 ushers didn't care. Eh, right, go ahead. Yeah, we right behind the plate for two fifty. Right, but if the rightful owner of that seat showed up, you got to move. You got to get up. Right, 
So even if they decided to put Seymour in, right, and then you see Demarcus Ware, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I know what we, I know yeah. what I said, but yeah, he gets first priority. Yep. So um, that's that, and of course, make sure you join our coverage because we will be at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. On August the 6th I think it's the weekend of the 6th this year So mm-hmm. make sure you join us So that's about it For this week's show But of course the one thing that we have to do Is talk about the initiative Yes yes. So those of you who have been following uh, I am the media representative For the NFL alumni Weight loss challenge uh, So the NFL has uh, The NFL alumni uh, Has a, a, a program where uh, they're focusing on obesity uh, in former players, former athletes. I've been selected as the media representative. Uh, so I'm on a weight loss journey, uh, and we're tracking my progress week by week by week. So it is time for the weekly weigh-in. So remember, uh, if you want to follow the challenge, go to wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. Again, wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. All right. And of course, if you are not following us on all of our social media platforms, make sure you do that. We are on Facebook, as you know, because you're here at BTP Sports Talk. We're on Instagram, as you know, because you're here at BTP underscore sports. Somebody took BTP Sports. Can you believe that? It's a fencing company. Right. Right. Yeah. But (laughs) we are on Twitter at BTP Sports. And of course, follow his Twitter at the Great Sports Morpheus. It's DA Great Sports DA Great yeah. Sports Morpheus. And make sure you follow me at Big M Brock on Twitter. All right. Also, we're on the other podcasting platform. That's right. So we're on iTunes. That's right. How did I forget that? We're on iHeart. Or, I'm sorry, iHeart Radio. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple, Apple. Podcasts. Just do a search for BTP Sports after further review. Boom. All, all of it's right there. And of course, the grandfather of all that is the Believe Network. That's B-L-E-A-V. Go to Believe and just search BTP Sports. And we are on all of your favorite podcasting uh, platforms. So that said, let's go ahead and knock this out. All right. And I'm going to take my uh, Instagram followers with us. So last week we were at 370. Uh, no. And I tell my wife and everybody all the time, water weight is a mug. Mm-hmm. You can, depending on what you ate, if you eat a bunch of carbohydrates, you will hold water. And and I'll add that, you know, those of you who aren't in Houston, the season is changing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're consuming a lot more water now. It's, it's now starting to warm up already a mm-hmm. little bit. So yep. I know I've been drinking a hell of a lot of water yep. this week. So. Yeah, so that's all right. But like you say, this is still the preseason, right? You're not even right. doing. Did you get the? Uh, did you get the package? I actually yet? did get the package. Okay. So I had a consultation with uh, Doctor Nelson 
Uh, shout out to Dr. Nelson. I appreciate that call, man. Uh, so I had a consultation with Dr. Nelson, who is um, one of the uh, medical staff that's overseeing the program for the mm -hmm. NFL uh, Alumni Association. So we had a long talk, and he walked me through every detail of the program. He's going to be uh, following up with me every single week. So we're going to uh, start kicking off that program um, probably about another week or so. Okay. And then that's where you're going to see that, that weight come off like, you, right. like your gas needle going from FTE. Yep. yep. Like you said, right now, he's not even doing his diet yet. Right. He's just cutting. Right. And he's already, what, six pounds down total? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So even with that, even right. with the fluctuation, you're still six pounds down. Right. So, um, <laughs> but hey. That's all right, man. Mm -hmm. That's all right. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get mm -hmm. it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. So um, that's about it for this week, man. And I'm going to give it to you one more time in case you missed it. If you're not following us on all social media platforms, we are on Facebook at BTP Sports Talk. We are on Instagram at BTP underscore sports, Twitter, BTP Sports. And make sure you are following our YouTube page where we put yes. all these clips at, which is Bring the Pain Sports. And like we said, we are on all of your social media platforms. Um, I'm not I'm not social media. That too, mm -hmm. but we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Spotify, Apple, iHeart, iTunes, uh, and it's all through the Believe Network, B-L-E-A-V. And um like we always say, man, there's no us without you. You are the driving force that helps this platform grow. We love you and we appreciate you. What's the brother that um that has the, the natural products on Instagram? Oh, the, that's the hon uh, uh Honeyman. So Honeyman Mills um has all natural uh honey, uh he has a, a herbal tea, um, you name it. So uh, uh let me see if I find his uh, Instagram so we can plug him real quick. Yeah, most definitely, man. Because um, he 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 is. I, I'm gonna have to yeah. get. I'm gonna have to get some of that. Cause man, he, in fact, I'm starting to run lower. Is it like a honey hot with, sauce or something like that. Yeah, oh man, he has this hot sauce that's infused with like some combination of peppers, like habanero and stuff like. That. Bruh, man, let me tell you something, man. Fire. Uh, it's Honey Man Mills. Look at Honey Man Mills on Instagram. Honey okay. Man Mills. M I L L S. Yep. Honey Man Mills yep. on Instagram. All right, man. So that is it for the great sports Morpheus for the crew. I am Mitchell Brock. Thank you guys for joining Go us. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. That's right. Get it done. Next week we'll be talking about who we plan in the final four. All right. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.